This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to Fucks Given, the one where we talk about first dates. I literally cannot wait to talk about this. We have been asking our audience from Instagram your worst like date funniest stories yeah, funniest, like oh and it's that some of the result results results all right back at school some of the responses <laughs> have been so good oh, um so amazing i can't oh. wait to tell you oh before we start i'm reed mm. because we and always forget I'm to do this Florence. <laughs> how have you been though reed you've just been away for two weeks yeah buddy um i mean it yeah i've been away it's been like four holidays in one <laughs> So it's like a weekend of girl's birthday and then a festival and then going to Gibraltar and then going camping with my family all in the space of two weeks. I've had like no sleep for two weeks. Burnout coming. I know. I'm like, I'm going to speak to my therapist because I'm like, I can't can't stop. I don't want to stop. I literally, Mm. the idea of sitting down and chilling now is freaking me out. I'm like, but uh, like if I sit down, I won't be able to get back up again. So I'm like, okay, I've got to constantly keep going. And then of course my physical body just can't handle it. But my my mind and my body feel so good doing this much stuff. So I just don't know whether it's a good thing or not. I don't know. I don't know. I, I would rest. I would make sure that you rest. Oh, That's what Dr. Florence is. Thanks, Dr. Florence. I'll put a prescription. Yeah, prescription for rest. <laughs> I appreciate that. I um, oh. I don't know. I don't fucking know. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe maybe this is it. Maybe I'm I'm happy, healthy, and this yeah. Is maybe it from you're now just on. able to do all this shit. Like yeah, maybe. maybe maybe you can just function now at this high level, which, yeah. is, which would be amazing. I would be fucking shocked if I can. Like I'm I'm expecting tonsillitis or something to creep up. You know, like shoulder yeah. pain, broken foot. Something else has got to come. Surely oh, something something's gonna happen. <laughs> I um, it's really funny. I was re-listening to our last week's episode, and at the end of it, I was like, we were saying how, how it's gonna be like no fucks given because I'm not gonna be fucking anyone. And oh I'm not gonna yeah, be dating. And I'm not like interested in all of that stuff. And then I was ill for a week. Yeah, I was stuck like in bad bed. Ill. Bless you. <laughs> yeah, stuck in bed for a whole week. And guess what happened? Because you know, I said that I got back on field just to change up my profile to like yeah. let it, let the relationship go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> has it been popping off? It's been fucking popping off, and like I was just so bored being in bed like for a whole week so I just started talking to people and then obviously people want to meet you yeah yeah and you're like I'm sick especially because Dr. Reed says don't do two festivals one after each other that's your prescription (laughs) that's my prescription yeah I'm never doing that again (laughs) I probably will do that again yeah definitely you have to it's the law yeah so this is why kind of we we are on the topic of first dates oh yeah because I'm gearing up to start going on some first dates oh, um, I don't know if I'm ready to start dating at all but at the same time I don't want to be masturbating over my ex anymore yeah fuck that shit man that's, I need that, some new fucking material that fancy's got to die <laughs> immediately <laughs> shit ah uh, so frustrating but really exciting and I it's like do you <clears throat> do you think you'll ever be ready you know is anyone ever ready because time <sighs> is like thing. time is so relative and it's so and down also, to Time is fucking precious. Yeah, time is precious. <laughs> I don't right. want to pass Whoa. up any opportunities. A philosophical moment <laughs> from Dr. Florence. Time is precious. I kind of do want to be laid. Like, I do want to get laid. <laughs> I think I've got to that point where it'd be like, actually, if someone ate me out, I would be A-OK with that. That would feel quite nice. It would feel quite A nice. A dick inside me? Yummy. Yeah, Nice. Uh, I I want that for you especially because the last two years has been pretty fucking rocky for your vagina you know like I want it to have some like good happy stable committed committed dick (laughs) yeah committed dick get that fucking committed this is my this is actually my problem though now is that when you start dating again especially when you've just come out of a relationship it's kind of like, okay, what vibe am I looking for? Am I looking for casual sex? Am I like straight into like hunting for the committed dick? Hunting. Like, what, oh, there's so what much is pressure. The, 
Mm-hmm. I don't want to be, obviously I don't want to be hunting. I yeah. think my vibe is go into situations in a casual manner, yes. but always be open to things evolving. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to end up in a situation again where someone like loves all the stuff about being in a relationship. But at the end of the day, they're like, I don't want an actual relationship. Yeah. And I'll be in the same fucking situation again. And I'll be so angry no, you don't, you don't need that. No one needs that heartbreak. It's just like, psych! Psych! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I think I'm just, I mean, I'm going to go into every situation. If I start feeling anything for someone, I'm just going to be so on it with my communication and yeah. just be like, this, hap- this, this is what happened in my last relationship. And that is not fucking happening, happening again. So if you have any feelings, if you change your mind, if you don't, if you want more than casual sex, tell me. If you want only casual sex tell me and like we just need to keep this really clear yeah it's so hard to do that though like Mm. i mean it it isn't hard when it's right when it's right it fits really perfectly together and it all makes sense and there's little moments of like praying oh is this working isn't this working Mm. but when it works it works very fucking well and you're like oh my god why is every relationship not like this yeah yeah, I, I think it's so important. And of course, you're going to have reservations. Like you are dealing still with the trauma and the PTSD mm. of not just your last relationship, but relationships before that as well, which will hinder yeah. every person you speak to. But you have to live in the present and enjoy the moment, enjoy the now. And you're right. You cannot go into dating thinking, I need to find a relationship. I need to find a committed person Definitely because not. you're setting yourself up for failure. Not not because people don't want committed relationships, but because if that's the vibe you're giving off, it scares the fuck out of people and people jump the other way. They don't want commitment. They want nice, chill, easygoing. Um, I mean, that's what we we think we want until someone comes along that's like, oh my God, I'm really committed. And you're like, oh my God, I need to jump back. Even though that might be the thing that you want. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a fucking nightmare. Really. It's a mind, it's a mind it's, it's a It's a massive minefield. I'm sure everyone will relate to this in some kind of way yeah it's frustrating i feel you man i feel you just uh, first dates though exciting stuff first dates yeah, i'm excited baby. i'm excited yeah. yeah and then we can listen to all your exciting fucks on this podcast as well like that's exactly i'm bringing back the content guys i'm bringing it back you're gonna <laughs> hear some sexy sexy stories very soon fingers crossed bring it back um in terms of like ease when you know it's right because i think a lot of people don't know that it's right if you're sitting there and you're you're wondering you're saying i don't know i don't know what they're thinking i don't know what they're feeling that's when you need to open up the conversation more and be completely honest with yourself Mm. like what you should be having is excitement and wanting to see each other all the time and clear communication and when you bring up something that bothers you, you have a conversation about it. It's not dismissed yeah. away. And no red flags. Red flag is just something that you go a bit like, hmm, I don't know about that response. Yeah. That's a red flag. Yeah. And you've got to, you do have to listen to those red flags. Yeah. Oh, we love to ignore red flags. We love them. We fucking love to ignore them. <laughs> yeah, we're just like, mm, but maybe it'll be different. Or maybe this. Maybe, what if? I, I mean, some, most of them are hard to spot. Most of them you can't mm. even fucking see and, until they're like literally slapping you in the face with this red flag. <laughs> oh shit, I nearly knocked <laughs> in my drink. So excited then, bloody hell. Oh Ooh, my God. Them and red I, flags. One of my like biggest do's for dating and first dates is asking people what they what they're looking for like when we're in that sort of first like first chat stage just because I love to be super clear like I don't want to go into it hazy like I want to like know what their intentions are Mm -hmm. like whether especially if like I'm only dating on field at the moment and because it's like a sex positive forward app like you need to make sure like are they just in it for the sex do they want more like is it friends like you know like I think that's what it's really important to just sort of know what you want or at least be honest and be like fuck I don't actually know what I want right yeah. now yeah and if if they're if they act weird or negatively towards your level of communication then they are not for you and it will not mm. work you know if you say something like oh yeah so like what do you think about the you know the partner partner boyfriend girlfriend 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 blah 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 thing and they're like oh you know that's a bit we're talking about that really early I'm not sure about that they shouldn't be afraid of that you know it should definitely be a like oh okay well you know maybe that's a conversation or that's I'm, I'm definitely going in that direction or maybe I want to back away from that direction game playing is not the way like no. I know that people like it's 
I just feel like that is when relationships are gonna go bad, is when it starts with game playing. Because yeah, you're actually, that. by game playing, emotionally manipulating someone yeah. and getting into their head. Like, and it's the whole like, people like wanting what they can't have and like the chase and like all of that. And mm-hmm. it's just like, well, if that's how a relationship starts, I do not want it. No, and I don't think any of my successful relationships have started like that. Any no. of them. The games no. like fuck with you and make you think you're falling in love with somebody mm. because, you know, what what you can't have makes you want it more. Yeah. But if they're not there for you, if they're not responding back to you, if they're not going back on those dates or seeing you regularly, as regularly as you want, they are yeah. not the right person and you need to cut them the fuck out for your safety, for your, your future exactly. happiness. It fills you with like insecurities about yourself uh-huh. and like yeah. just knocks your confidence like you just both need to go in it and be like hey this is me and like take me or leave me you know yeah yeah um, i i have to admit i think at the beginning of mine and sam's fang relationship thing yeah. i definitely caught myself manipulating the messaging time between mm, messages so yeah. a lot of the time i felt out of control with messaging people and them not responding and me yeah. waiting and pandering for their message yeah. and so to take back that control i was like okay well you know turn off all my notifications everything mm-hmm. on, on whatsapp and i can choose whether or not like i want to read it or respond when i want and that's yeah. a positive thing but also that can be quite manipulative in making them think that you're waiting like hours and hours to respond when you actually yeah. just want to respond right away i still don't know really know how i feel about that it's i like, don't know how i feel about, about that thing. either because i've definitely done that in the past i did that i think the beginning of my like four and a half year relationship yeah um, when we started dating and yeah i guess it is and it's kind of like you know i'm not available to you all the time which yeah. i think is kind of healthy because yeah, you don't want to be and it's also controlling your own kind of like obsessiveness with them oh my god yeah because you can get so obsessive just with the messaging mm-hmm. and like you get that dopamine rush every time they respond with like a yeah. fucking emoji which is absolutely nothing but you're like oh my god they've responded yeah <gasps> my heart and that's just that's just long like you mm. you should be having life outside of that and getting your dopamine rushes and exactly. fixes from elsewhere if you're finding yourself like catering to one person and mm. waiting for that happiness from what that's an immediately like you need to go and find yeah. that from somewhere else like exactly. from friends by yourself get get your own independence back yeah. and then the relationship won't fucking fall into codependency yeah i think there's like i think there's a really like there's a balance here that you need when it comes to that the messaging thing because i think yeah. partly you don't want to do it in a game playing way you, no. but you want to do it in a way that you're looking after yourself rather than doing it for them and like being yeah. like oh i'm not going to reply so that they think that this about me or whatever i think that's so true yeah if you're doing it for yourself then it's fine but mm. if you're tr- you're doing it to purposely make the other person feel like you know you're too busy or you don't want them yeah. then that's game playing you need to immediately stop cut that yeah. shit out Oof, I really want to hear the curious fuckers first date stories yeah. Shall I was we gonna, dive into them I was going to ask what your worst date story was first date story well I was thinking of saying that story oh, after, we do at the end. well yeah. after one of the ones that from our listeners oh because God, it's kind this. of very sim- well it's, it's kind of similar <laughs> I love this Florence you're like you're manipulating our listeners to listen to the rest of the episode oh, <laughs> oh shit it's a good red story, flag by the way. red flag <laughs> immediately disconnect from this podcast <laughs> She. Please don't. Yeah, um, please. We are your beautiful toxic relationship you love so much. Oh, you love it. So we asked you curious fuckers on our Instagram, what was the worst thing or the funniest thing that you have ever done or said on a first date? And you gave us some very juicy some bangers Answers. some bangers where i'm like cringing for you <gasps> so hard oh my god and i just like i love the honesty here and like i think it it will just make people so, feel so much better about their experiences okay so the first one called a guy the wrong name and he didn't correct me the whole entire time this actually makes me sad for the dude like he doesn't have the confidence to be like, that's not my name. Oh, that is so awkward. 
That is so, so awkward. I don't know what I would... I mean, if someone did that to me, I'd be like, it's Florence, by the way. Yeah, absolutely. I do it all the fucking time. I was like, it's not Amber, it's Reed. Oh, by the way, like, my first name's Reed. I know it's weird, but it's not Amber. Stop fucking calling me fucking Amber. Why did he not correct her for the whole time? He must have felt so awkward. Yeah, awkward confidence thing, maybe. Maybe Mm. it was just like, a lot of people think the moment goes. The moment never fucking goes to correct your name. It's just, you just gotta say it. Be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Like, just, it is this. I don't know about you, but whenever I'm with my, like, with a new partner, I always have in the back of my head that I'm actually gonna, gonna, gonna call them my ex's name. Like, really? I always just think, and it's whoever I'm with. So, like, and I just get their names muddled up all the time now. Shit. Like, when I'm talking about one of them, I'll say that name, and then the other one, that name. I'm like, fuck. I've never oh actually done it in person with them. No, but I haven't either, but the fear oh, is there. someone did it to me. Someone actually... Yeah, the, some some guy that I was seeing at the beginning of 2020 called Shit. me his ex's name. That's, thing is, like, how did you react in that situation? Um, I think he like he noticed that he did it. He was like, "Oh shit, like fuck." I think it's and quite just funny like, because it's surely it's not it's not necessarily that they're thinking of them or like it, it's just like it one it's nerves and people yeah. like muddle up with nerves and also it could you know like our brains are fucking mystical magical wonderful things that make no sense sometimes and it probably yeah. just popped out or you know when you're like don't say this don't say this and then you fucking say it and you're like <gasps> yeah i can't believe i that's, said that that's why i always think that i'm gonna like mess up and say it because yeah. i'm like in my head i'm like just don't call them that just really like that would be so bad just don't do it <laughs> i think i i think it's it's got to be a laughing matter you just have to laugh it off you yeah. have to rather and, than know, we're only human. About it. we're only human i think if it happens more than once like quite a lot you could be like hey dude yeah like this like, obviously this, this person's on your mind a lot like <laughs> <laughs> or like maybe you should go to a therapist because your nerves are getting the better <laughs> of you. you know like this is that's too far continuously yeah, yeah. All right, on to the next. I orgasmed on the way home from our first date without even being touched. Fuck off. Oh my God, I the love dream. this one the so dream. much. Like what the actual fuck, how? I don't know where they were. Were they on a bus? Were, were they, they on public transport? Like, a taxi back home? Were or? they fingering themselves or was it like completely like that he didn't touch you? Did you touch yourself? It's like an energy orgasm. Oh my God, I'm so into this. I'm so into this. It must have been such a turn on. <laughs> like so mentally turning you on. I mean, that first date must have been so fucking good. Like imagine. <sighs> Maybe. Like that... I mean, that is uh, something to aspire to. That is fucking amazing. I don't know how I'd feel. Like, what would you, how would you feel if you like accidentally orgasmed without like meaning to? (laughs) I think I'd be really excited. I'd like, I'd be like, Florence, Florence. Yeah. I just just had a come. (laughs) I had a a come. I just had a come. On a first date. <laughs> on a first date. Without day, even being touched. Well, I mean, that would be a fucking miracle for me because it takes mm. me like an hour to come. Oh anyway. God, actually having an orgasm on a first date is quite hard to do anyway because you need to really like get to know someone's body and like they have to like learn your body. And like most of the time, the first time you fuck someone, they're not really gonna know all those like buttons to, to press. And Absolutely sometimes not. orgasms don't happen on first dates at all. Even they if you like, happen. even if you do fuck. Yeah, sometimes orgasms just don't happen at all because your own, your own fucking cock block in your own mind. Yeah, yeah. I nearly, I nearly came last night from oral. But I, I, co- I cock blocked myself, yeah. Oh, I just had like that instant yeah. thought and it was so close and I wanted oh, to cry. Oh and literally God. fucking Sam that. being an absolute champ, like holding the fort down there. I was just like, you're, you're a legend and I'm so sorry I can't come. <laughs> we'll get there, we'll get there in the end. I oh, have bless him. Yeah, it's really oh. fucking annoying. I remember that happened to me um, when me and my ex hadn't seen each other for like a while, like maybe two weeks. And like he had this whole plan like that he was gonna like come over and then go down on me like straight away. Oh, and shit. like, because we hadn't seen each other for two weeks, I think I just needed like a little bit of like pre like us time to like re get into the comfortability and because I was kind of like you know I was like kind of like I had that like first date nervousness because like obviously Mm. we just make each other feel like nervous and um 
I was excited, but he, oh my God, he went down on me for like 45 minutes, I swear. And like, I was just like, this feels so good, but I'm not gonna come. Yeah. Like I just couldn't. You're like stuck on the edge and you're like, yeah. I, I wanna stay here because mm. it feels so amazing, but like, I, I do wanna be able to come. Like I yeah. just, and, I, and the thing is, it's not like they're doing anything wrong. A lot of no, the time not it's at like, all. it's just like, it's um like a mind's that Literally in the way. It's a the mind fuss, thing. it's the defocus. As soon as I was like, I was thinking like, oh my God, right there, like I'm going to come. And I was like, if I say that though, it's gonna throw me off. And then I threw my fucking self off anyway. That's Oh, I always think about that, like that yeah. moment, because people like to be told that you're yeah. gonna come, be, yeah. that you're gonna come. But I'm like, if I say something, I'm not gonna fucking come. I'm gonna lose or it. like my orgasm isn't gonna be as good because some I've like had to think about something basically. Yeah, yeah. I wanted to oh, say so like, oh, up. keep keep doing that right there, but I just I couldn't. I was like, if I say something, I'm gonna lose it. Yeah, oh, yeah. Even then, like just that, like, keep keep going, keep going, keep going. Like, just anything. Like, please. <laughs> Any small thing. <laughs> oh my god, it's fucking, fucking brutal. It's a nightmare. Uh, and I think you're right. Like most people need, and foreplay doesn't just start with like pussying. Foreplay is like the moment you see each other, the mm-hmm. moment you're in the same room, the kissing, the touching, the nice compliments, the words, the the little flirts. Like mm. that is foreplay, especially for most women's minds. Like they need that to feel comfortable. And so when you know, if you just go in straight, like licking them out. It, it's just like having sex you know like you need almost like an even bigger foreplay to yeah. especially because the vagina is so much more responsive when it's all swollen and engorged with all like Relaxing, the hot sexy yeah. blood and like mm. fucking like juices and that's yeah. that's when I'm like oh my god I could come instantly I think that's like kind of like the fantasy isn't it like I think that's the thing that like, he had in his head that he was just gonna like do it and it's gonna be really hot like because it was yeah. like straight away but like in reality like it would have been really cool if we like like made out for like 30 minutes before oh. 15. <laughs> I love a good makeup. Oh, yeah. But anyway. Anyway, we digress. Mm. So the next one is, so the worst thing that someone's ever said on a date was my ex used to say that, like in response to something that they said. Uh, <laughs> talking That's, about exes, like what do you think on a first date? I, I actually, I think I've changed my mind on this recently because I used to think, oh my God, like red flag, like can't talk about an ex on a a date. But Mm. I actually think like, I I do think the way that this person said it, like my ex used to say that, like that's That's not, that is not a good thing to say. Yeah, that's that's a bit dicky. It totally depends on the the tone as well. It could have been like, oh, my ex used to say that. Or it could be like, oh my ex used to say that and yeah. then it's changed the whole fucking meaning yeah but mostly I think if you're both open enough to talk about your exes on a date like I think that's good because I think that like obviously your past relationships are such a big part of you and yeah. your life and if it's affected how you are today and if it is relevant to your current situation then you need to be able to communicate about all of these things. But I guess it really depends. I completely agree. I mean, I I think it's important to talk about your ex anyway, because you don't know what's happened with the ex. You know, you don't know whether or not they're still friends or whether or not Mm. they've really fucked them up with trauma. And this is a conversation. If you want a strong and healthy relationship, a conversation you need to be open for. Yeah. Um, And I think a lot of people shy away from it because they, I don't know why though, like they are an ex for a reason. Like what you want to do is talk about that and understand where things went wrong and what didn't go well so you can do a better job. So you can like, like exactly. figure out them better. Ah, just I'm I think definitely. I think with all my dates coming up, I'm gonna mention my past situation because yeah. I don't want to be in the same situation again. And also, this person, um, like my ex, is gonna be a part of my life as well. Yeah. And I think that's really important for people to know because, like, I it is a really tricky situation. Um, and I. I don't really know how I'd feel about dating someone they're like, yeah, like I was really in love with this person, but it just didn't work out. And like, now I'm still gonna be friends with them. I'd be like, hmm. That, that, that still happened, that, that's happened to me. Yeah. Um, but I also think that's just like a comment on how comfortable they feel talking about it with you. And also like where your self-esteem and your trust and yes. your jealousy issues are at yeah. that time as well. Like it's, yeah. if they've been open enough to say that, like really in all honesty, if they've talked about it, it shouldn't be a threat. 
Yeah. And if it is a threat, then like that's it. Like they've had a relationship, they've had a past. Mm. If it is a threat, if it is something that they want to pursue, then really you should let them go and do that. Be the bigger yeah. person. Be like, okay, well, you know, like yeah. you should go and do this. See where it goes, and then you know things might end up better for us later. Like, yeah, who knows? I I think if someone mentions an ex on a first date and it makes you feel some kind of type of way in order to just a bit like oh that's a bit weird yeah i would actually just ask them questions about it though mm-hmm. i would be like oh so like what was your last relationship like like why did it end because you know that's quite a good insight into who this person is to be honest yeah i think i, I yeah i maybe not on a first date maybe exes on a first date is a bit like like oh mm. okay we're you know we're not here to talk about your ex we're here to talk about us and see if yeah. we click so maybe a couple of dates on yeah 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 maybe the first date is not x talk yeah but if it comes up no it comes up and it i think it's fine up. yeah it's all right yeah, but you're fine, right if, if you're feeling some type of way about it you need to look into it more either within yourself or without the person yeah oh. <laughs> so the worst thing you've ever said or done on a first date trying to sneak a fart as he went to pay and completely filled my knickers I actually like when I read this I was just like oh my (laughs) god it's the fucking language they've used like they could have been like oh like I sharted but no it's the fact they went completely filled my knickers knowing I love the word oh it's like like you just but what would you just what feel? The fuck, would you do? Like you feel you'd be, it? You'd have to tell them. You'd have to be like, I need to go to the toilet. You'd have to tell. You'd have to say something. Surely you could not hide something like that unless you're wearing a dress or a skirt and you go to the bathroom and you, you you'd have to get up, up and, throw and like away your knickers. do the poo shuffle. Like, the how, poo like shuffle. how would you? How would you get to the toilet without like? Oh, where there's were nothing, they? Please say they, they weren't in a public Were you place. wearing tight jeans? Like, <clears throat> I need more information on this story. Oh my God. Yeah, and this actually, this this is the one. This, this is the one is the that one. <laughs> made me remember something that I've, I've hid deep dark down in my bank of memories about one time when I was in Austin, Texas and I'd met someone on Tinder Oh my God. And I was just on my way to meet them in a club. And I was with my friend. We were drinking some Four Locos. Oh, and if Lord. anyone knows what a Four Loco is, you will know why this story. It's illegal in a lot of places. It's illegal. It's And also, you drink one can and you're fucked. You're Absolutely. Like it's fucked. Uh, it's like caffeine and alcohol. Yeah, I swear and it's like, like this one can is like the equivalent to a bottle of wine. Yeah. And like, I had... So when I was traveling, this is really bad. I was traveling with my friend and we were, we were, we had so little money traveling that what we did was we either spent money on alcohol in the day or food. So we didn't really eat properly. And then we'd just drink really like, oh, it was so bad. And like it, I, my stomach had been like really fucked up. We were in New Orleans mm-hmm. the previous week and you know what, like fucking Bourbon, 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 Bourbon Street. Um, is like like those grenade drinks and like all that like really harsh like awful alcohol that's gonna like traumatize your stomach forever um and so yeah my stomach was not in a good place drinking for loco we were on our way to meet this guy in in the club and um i suddenly was like i really need to go to the toilet (laughs) like my stomach started like twisting and like turning I was like what are we gonna um I was like my friend was like oh you know like we'll just have to find a toilet somewhere there was no toilets we were like downtown Austin or something and like there was nowhere there was actually nowhere to go and I got to a point and I was like (laughs) to my friend I was like I I'm gonna shit myself like I'm actually gonna shit myself so I like ran and like hid in this like little car park and I was in like a dress and tights oh and the tights I fucking shat myself and <sighs> I had to like I was in this like car park and like the worst thing is is that I looked across the other side of the road and there was a bar 
No. So I could have run into the bar and like into the toilet. Prob. I don't know if I would have actually made it. It could have been no. a lot worse. <laughs> it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. But oh my God, to this day, Fuck. like I then realized so i took off the tights and like i was like what the fuck do i do and like my friend like went to get like loads of tissue from like the the bar that we didn't see before and um and then i noticed that there was a cctv camera no in in the car park and i was just like oh my fucking god and i left my tights there because i was like what the i can't just i i couldn't just walk around with shitty tights so obviously I had this was like a first date and I (laughs) had to cancel it I was just like hey yeah I wasn't feeling too well so actually heading home now oh my god what a response that is unbelievable I think I can't remember what his response was but it was probably just like fuck you yeah your CCTV video is probably floating around the internet somewhere I like after that moment was like I can never go back to Austin Texas ever again in my life because I'm gonna be a fucking meme or something like it's it's like one of those things that will be on like Reddit somewhere oh my god we've all been there we've all shat ourselves and you have if you haven't Mm. shat yourself then you haven't lived i was so embarrassed like for ages about that story because i was just Mm -hmm. like i can't believe that happened to me and then i started googling it and like saw it it happens to so many people i was like oh it happens to everyone basically everyone yeah fuck yeah. it is oh that is awful though like oh, shitting yeah. yourself is not okay i feel like <laughs> i actually think that that might be one of the worst first date stories apart from the fact that I, at least he wasn't there yeah yeah that is yeah. true at least you had time to cancel or like i don't know that stood him up basically because i shot yeah. myself <laughs> there's silver linings to this somewhere i'm sure <laughs> yeah he's fuck. gonna i wonder if he knows who i am now and like is listening to this and being like oh that's why she didn't turn up (laughs) oh my god oh my god okay so the next the next one is um someone said that they were in love with them on their first date oh i need more context for this was it like an accident or were you actually in love with them and it just like came out on the first date like or was like i need to know more I guess you could like fully like think that you're in love with someone like before you meet them. Like, cause you know, I'm like in love with like Jake Gyllenhaal and like, you know, Ryan Gosling and. I, I've, I had this debate recently about love. Like how can you, a lot of people say that's not love. That's infatuation. Um, yeah, and I feel it's, like, I mean, it's actually not proper love, is well, it? Well, no, no, no. I think, I still think it's love because it's still the same chemical reaction. It's still the same thought process, but you're in love with the idea of them, not mm, the real not the person. person. Yeah. And it's like, I've been in love with fucking like anime characters and mm. celebrities and like fucking like not make believe like Harry Potter or Draco Matt like Pennywise you know shit like that it's just it's yeah. ridiculous I mean I, actually that's a lie I've been in love with um uh, Professor Snape for sure uh, for oh, sure like obsessively in love rest in peace yeah as well as um Bakura from Yu-Gi-Oh if anyone knows that mm. I had his pictures all up on my wall and I cried myself to sleep at night because I wasn't anime I was I could f- never fit into the fully world. in love with Harry Potter Foot, like I fully right fully I had Obsessed. a Harry Potter duvet cover that had yeah. his face on my pillow that I kissed mm-hmm. like before I went to sleep <laughs> he I had like little stickers all by my bed like his face everywhere I used to write in my diary Mr and Mrs Radcliffe <laughs> I die. I was definitely more of a Professor <laughs> Snape. Oh my god! I, I went. Hitman, but. I went as far to go and see Equus oh just god. to see his him penis, naked. right? Uh, and I, no joke, me and my mum were like driving up to London, and I got into the car with some binoculars, <laughs> <laughs> and my mum was just like. Florence, you cannot take those into the theatre. And I was no. like, but what if we're really far back? Oh my God, that's such a G move. <laughs> binoculars as well. I'm fucking dead. Ah, it would have been really awkward if we did have binoculars because we were quite near the front. Oh, why not? Still, <laughs> I would have like, I would have got the best fucking close Yeah, the up. detail shot, mate. I was not disappointed in what I saw that day. No, I've heard so many nice things about Daniel Radcliffe. Like, that apparently he's just genuinely a really fucking nice dude. Yeah. Like, oh everything God, I, I read. so fuck him. Oh my, absolutely. He ravage him. Boyfriend material. He's, like, so stunning as well. Like, oh, <sighs> my days. Also, I would, yeah, like, there's, there's a lot. A lot of fan fiction went on during those years of 
oh just everyone just so yeah. fit oh. yeah. I, I think, think yeah. everyone had a crush on someone in Harry Potter but like My is it a crush was, or is it love Ooh. I think it was love I think it, you know it's so subjective like love is the thing that science still can't really figure yeah. out and it's so down to the individual I, I all am boys convinced. have fancied Hermione all of them yeah most well I think I don't know fancy is a strong word I think that she was a sex object for a lot of people but I don't mm. know about like a that, lot of people didn't like, like Hermione romantic. yeah absolutely they all f- I mean we've just done the same to Harry Potter <laughs> yeah yeah I, I- I don't think I was you. Oh, okay. Am I using him as a sex object? <laughs> I went to see him just him? naked, just to see his penis. Yeah, um, but they're but all. I just they're was all being so used. in love with him. I'm if I had met, if yeah. I, oh, my mum got me a signed autograph of him for that birthday as well, and I was oh my like, god, stop. oh my god, Mama Florence. Hello, I'm Sam Walker. I've spent the last few months talking to this guy. I'm a hunter. It's what I do. He's called KC. Our rules of engagement are pretty simple. If we have to pull a trigger on one person, they're all going to go. He's an American vigilante. And there is one of the biggest men I've ever seen. And he's got a knife in his hand. He rescues kidnapped children. There's no feeling in the world like putting a child back in the arms of its parents by any means necessary. Well, it's ugly. You want me to make sure I don't hurt anybody? He scares me. And he kind of looked at me and I said, I swear to God, I said, if you do anything other than what I told you to do, I said, I'm gonna kill you right here. And he might scare you. About got tears in your eyes right now just thinking about that, don't you? Download the podcast, American Vigilante. Download American Vigilante. Out now. Now. My worst date story was earlier this year, actually. Um, and I've t- spoken about him before on the podcast because I was like, uh, we had a video call date and I was yeah. a bit unsure, but I really just wanted to get laid. So I was just like, you know what? I'll just go over there, get fucked and leave. Um, and yeah, it was it was worst nightmare. It was like, I, I, it's so, it's even just so hard to explain. Like a lot of red flags, a lot of like toxic masculinity, a lot of a few things where he was just like, oh yeah, once me and my ex went dogging, which is totally fine, that's pretty cool. But then a guy was standing near us too long, so I went over and punched him, you know, like, and I was just like, what? Like, why are you proud that you Whoa. went over and punched this dude? Like, like I was just like, what? And then, so the, the worst part was that he said the N word during the date. That was, Fuck that sake. was like, just after we fucked as well. And I was like, oh. And he, I, I confronted him about it. Like afterwards when he said he wanted to see me again, when I thought I was fucking clear that I didn't want to see him. Yeah. Um, and I was like, no man, like we're clearly on different levels. Like I, I also don't want to see somebody that's so happily to say the N word so fi- flippantly. And he was like, no. no, I didn't say that. And I was like, yes, you fucking did. You said it at this point and you said it, you said it like you were sit- mouthing some lyrics or- And he was white, right? Yeah, and he was fucking white, yeah. He was maybe saying a quote in a film. He was saying, it wasn't like direct, but he was just like, you that was his excuse. It's still not okay to say, like even if it's oh, yeah. quoted. Unacceptable. Yeah, it's just, oh, it's, yeah. And that was like a bit, and I left, I left so early to the point yeah. where he was shocked that I left early and called me when I was running down the road, like trying to get away. <laughs> and I'm like, no, come back. It's only 8.30. And I was like, yeah, sorry, I'm, I have to go. Like I'm leaving. This is awful. It's always really hard though, in like those situations, like to actually leave. Cause you're like, yeah. fuck, I don't want to be here but then like how especially if you're like a people pleaser and so many of us are yeah, um yeah, 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 and yeah. it's so hard to actually be like i'm gonna hurt this person's feelings um yeah. but uh, you just have to do it for yourself you have to go yeah it's uh, like it's not about people pleasing i think mm-hmm. it was literally like oh, okay well thanks for that i hope you don't get offended but i'm gonna go now yeah um, you know it was literally that and i was like well thanks for everything you've been great blah 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 like i'm gonna yeah. leave um and uh, yeah just 
it's it is hard it's hard when you're in that situation i don't think i've ever been in a situation where i've been able to leave if i didn't want to be there yeah fuck hopefully that will change though it just takes it takes confidence it takes risk it's also like really easy now if there's if if there's cabs like i know back in the day you'd you'd meet someone and go back to theirs and then be fucked and you wouldn't be able to go home Mm -hmm. but now it's easier to just get a cab home and it's so worth it even if that cab's expensive even if it's 4am in the middle of the night yeah just Go. and it also like even if there is a moment of awkwardness it's definitely going to be better than if you stay yeah yeah yeah, like yeah. because you regret staying oh mm-hmm. and you'll yeah. feel more oh powerful God. and like set up your boundaries so many like situations where i'm like i regret staying so much like yeah. what the fuck was i doing actually one of our curious fuckers stories is really similar to this what they wrote in was said i was going to the toilet and then left texted him when i was walking to the station to explain and he apologized for making me feel uncomfortable fuck i felt bad oh but at least you know at least they left and at least you left and also at least you got that apology back as Mm. well like that takes a really strong person to apologize and not end up like you know like oh well you this and you that and like blaming the other person just to like accept and apologize props to him actually props to him for being like okay like cool you're sorry sorry mate and apologizing we also don't know how he made her feel or how them how they made they feel uncomfortable i don't know what the genders are here (laughs) i don't either it's a bit of a tricky one knowing like what's acceptable like when you do just want to leave like because it can be so hard to be like hey actually i think i'm gonna go like, i'm not feeling people, this some people like fight you know they they can't be honest some people find it too uncomfortable yeah. they, they would rather sit there and that. sit in the comfort uncomfortable uncomfortability yeah then say like hey like uh, this isn't working for me i'm gonna go yeah. because of course it is it's hard to say and you don't want to hurt someone's feelings but mm. i also don't agree with just leaving yeah like just disappearing i feel like that's I mean, again, we we don't know how uncomfortable they were making them feel in this situation. Yeah. But I mean, I think if you want to leave, then leave and mm-hmm. do it in like, you know, it isn't very fair to not say, but at least they texted on the way back and just yeah, being like, like, let them know. So I they're not like, just waiting there being like, where the fuck did they go? Yeah, like <laughs> ghosting them is not going to help solve the situation. But if you tell them that it's not working out or they made Mm. you feel uncomfortable hopefully they will learn better for the next time yeah I guess like also if sometimes if you're like hey like you know I'm not really feeling this or that made me feel like really uncomfortable they then could be like oh but like this and that and like try and make you stay and then that's when it'd be really uncomfortable we'd be like "Mm, I'm just gonna get up and go yeah and that's even harder when they're like no 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 just stay for one more drink just Mm. stay and it's like and then yeah um i mean there are great things that you can do i i did this recently with a date that i was on um where it wasn't going too well and um it was a really lovely guy who i still chat to now but it turned Mm. into a therapy session where this person was just in such a bad place and i was a bit like oh my goodness it started triggering me and i was like i need to get out of this situation i don't know what to do i didn't want to hurt his feelings of course because again he was so lovely and so sweet yeah and vulnerable um and so i had to i I went to the toilet and i I messaged my friend i called my called my friend messaged her say can you call me or can can i just you know if I call you can you just sort of like nod and say yes and say yeah, and I had to go actually. back and be like hey like I'm like my mate's not in a good way I'm gonna have to go home but this has been really lovely um yeah and it feels dishonest always, but yeah but it's that's kind of like one of the go-to ways to get out of a date yeah to be honest, is get like a friend a f- to call you yeah I think it's kind of good to have a friend on call that's just like knows where you are and like is there kind of if you need them mm-hmm. and you don't even need someone to literally call you it could be a fake look at your phone and be like look sorry like my brother yeah. sister mum friend has been going through a hard time I think I'm gonna cut this date short yeah um, but I've had a really nice time and goodbye and then mm then maybe if they ask again for a second date when can i see you again and just be like oh can i can i think about it yeah um and then if you definitely don't want to do it then just state like i'm I'm sorry i just really wasn't feeling it but like i wish you all the best and good luck and blah 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 yeah um but the good news is that person i went on a date with he's Mm. now going to therapy and Yay. and short, sorting his shit out and he's and he's so happy and he gives me little updates and it's just oh, it warms my heart so much that's so cute from that one date um 
where he's like literally turned his life around. I'm so wow. proud of him. Wow. Yeah, nice one. Nice, nice one. one. Shout out to you. So we've got one more from the Curious Fuckers. <laughs> Do you want to read it, Reed? Yes, please. Because it's fucking jokes. <laughs> uh, okay. I told her about a bad client I had that week. It was her father. Oh. <laughs> I what actually are the fucking odds? I fucking can't. What are the fucking odds on that happening? <laughs> and how did they figure that out as well? I wonder. I need more. I need more information, please. Oh, oh fuck. That's so funny. That I want to know. So how did it come out? And also, what did, what did he say? Yeah. What did they say what about they the father? Th- yeah. Oh, my God. I wonder what they said about the dad. And like, what, what was the job? Like, what was it? What was like, it? I wonder what the like, bad client, like, kind. I need to know more. Oh, I really I lo- that small world shit is like fascinating what is it six degrees so weird, is that what it? is that what it's called the, the yeah. term the expression weird so. fucking six <laughs> six degrees of separation um yeah that's it's fascinating mad. like there was weird coincidences with my ex thomas where um when we first got together yeah. he realized that my sister was wearing a jumper that he had drawn and designed years ago wow. that she bought secondhand off ebay whoa that what, is, how that insane is, that is, is that? Weird. And it's like the fact weird. that when um, I was at We Out Here, my mates was friends with Sam's mates, and that's what how I ended up meeting yes! Sam at the festival. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. what the what fuck? the fuck? And like, you yeah. just met him off field, so it, like, he could have been fucking anyone, but like, yeah. we were linked up in some kind of way. And another weird instance is that um, Sam know somebody that I used to work with at Studio 66 and oh. also he figured out he was like I think I have a distant memory of seeing me on Snapchat doing the Studio 66 Snapchat and yeah. like sitting down to a lunch with them and he was like it's only just dawned on me that I actually might have fucking followed you so we both logged into Snapchat to see if he like you know slid into my DMs back yeah. at, back then but no sadly he hadn't oh <laughs> that would have been really choking that would have been so fucking funny man so like the, the six degrees thing that I really feel for this person I wonder what happened did the date did they have a second date did they get yeah. along did they fuck like what happened I want to know more yeah well starved of information first dates they are very memorable experiences aren't they they can be yeah of um the first day I went on with Sam we went to mini golf oh that's so sweet it was that's actually really cute it was really lovely we had a really nice time that is so cute I don't know what my ideal first date would be like I don't like doing anything like too extravagant but at the same time when um I went on a first date where someone took me to an Arsenal game and I was like that was that's, fucking sick that's so cool yeah, yeah that, that was really an amazing cool. date I feel like a doing thing is so much better rather than sitting there awkwardly with somebody yes oh I, ha- I actually have to take that back because the first date that Sam and I were on we went to a pub oh. and then we fucked but it wasn't really like a date date we decided yeah. that after all the fucking and we were like fucking we were yeah, like shall we have a date um, yeah shall we have a date and then we did yeah. the date thing oh, okay um, but does that count? Oh, no. no, that's not your first date. Your, your first date was at the pub. Um, lame. And yeah, I actually, you know what? I fucking hate dating. I really do. Like I yeah. get so nervous before meeting new people. Yeah. And I, I just, usually it's fine. Like as soon as I'm there, it's actually fine. Unless I'm like, unless it's not a vibe. If it's yeah. not a vibe, then I'm like, shit, what do I do? Do. What do I do? do? I what do I talk about? This? How long yeah. can I leave it before I can go? <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I don't know. I think, yeah, the ideal situation is like having an activity or something that's going to mm-hmm. like... Um, break the yeah, ice. Break the ice mm-hmm. in some kind of way. Yeah. Um, Even if it's just... The thing is, I think a lot of people think it's cringe. Yeah. Like, it's really cringy doing something, but no, it actually saves it's actually your skin. Not. Yeah. It's, yeah. It, I was, I was talking to this guy from field and um we were talking about like our interests like our hobbies and stuff and I was like oh recently I actually tried some paddle boarding and it was so great and he was like oh I've always really wanted to try paddle boarding and nice. he was like how cute would it be if we went paddle boarding together and I was like that would yes. be such a cute first date that would be so cute like getting yeah. like like 
hands in you know it's not just based around alcohol where you just end up getting drunk and like saying stupid shit and waking up with anxiety next day do something wholesome this is why lockdown was actually pretty decent for a lot of first Mm. dates a lot of them were just like going for walks in parks yeah and that was really nice yeah Um, and we don't fucking do that anymore we're just so obsessed with like alcohol and trying to take that anxious edge off where we're like has to be in a pub bar like let's meet up for a drink at least we can fucking meet up in person now yeah. and not have the awkward virtual first date. Although I did really like them in some kind of way because then hey, you I could really them. test them, like test the waters out. Um, I, loved a, I loved a virtual date. They, mm. were, they were so good. But only if you vibe with the person. If you didn't, Only if you vibe with yeah, the person. Was, if you don't, long, yeah. then it's so long. Yeah. But yeah, my first date with my ex virtually was so good. We chatted yeah. like so much and then we ended up kind of like virtual fucking at the end. Nice. And like, it was so sick. And then we had like another date, like I think the day after or something where we watched a movie together, Aww. like virtually. And that was so cute. Yeah, I, lo- I love shit like that. Like using technology for the good. And yeah. it, it, it is great, especially if like COVID times and mm-hmm. people are dropping like flies or you're just unsure, especially if you're the type of person that's like, no, I'm not going to have sex with them on the first date. I'm yeah. not going to do it. I really want to like work at this. And <laughs> I'm the person um, that says that and then like ends up fucking on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> we, we've all been there, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, apart from me, because I just want to fuck. Before you're like, date. I just always fuck on the first yeah, date. Yeah, always. <laughs> like, that's just the rule. If I don't, I'm going home disappointed. <laughs> Well, it's been really fun talking about first dates and I hope that you curious fuckers just keep bringing us in these crazy stories because I yeah, love them so They were much. so I just good. want to hear them all. want to hear them all. So if you have any of your own really fun, crazy sex stories, please email them in at fksgiven at comecurious.co.uk because I think it would be really amazing to start saying, like telling your sex stories again on the podcast. I really oh, loved yes. that before. Yes. Um, so let's bring that back please but maybe maybe keep them quite short and sweet because if mm. they're long we can't read them out on the podcast no. so yeah if you can couple of sentences max if you can do it in a couple of words mate golden vagina for you uh, the golden vagina the golden vagi- I, I meant like gold star but it kind of came out vagina is so. way better yeah it is way better, it is way better. Way anyway better. curious fuckers thank you for listening if you want to hear more from us see more from us you can follow us on our social media which is at come curious at read amber x and at florence bark and you can also watch this episode on youtube or listen to it on your commute on spotify and apple podcasts and all the other delightful places of course please rate us review comment like do all the good stuff so the algorithm picks us up and does us yeah a good favor i mean Yay. you you guys know that we need to start spreading the message we need to get people talking about sex listening about sex having conversations with friends and family about sex so that we can stop this fucking stigma around everything so we can only do that with your help and by you sharing this podcast yes baby share it and of course I don't know what else. I think that's it. (laughs) We'll see you next Thursday, motherfuckers. Next Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) Love you all. Bye. Crowd Network. A place where you belong.